Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello. I am back. Earlier today, we talked about the Redskins, who have the 17th pick in the draft. Uh, today, we're going to stay in that area of the country with the team with the 16th pick in the draft, the Baltimore Ravens. And not a lot of cap space here. You know, the, they're going to have to be frugal. It seems that every year, basically, since they signed the Flacco deal, and this isn't the only reason. I mean, the, the salary cap is more navigable than ever. And so I don't want to hear that as a total excuse. But it seems as though basically every year the Ravens lose a lot more in free agency than they gain. You know, out goes Coleccio Semele or, you know, is it Wagner or Williams this year. I mean, every year it seems like they take a big hit in free agency. And I also think some of that, a lot of that is by design. They seem as much or more as any team in the league, dependent, I don't even want to say dependent, but they incorporated in their strategy to acquire, uh, you know, supplemental picks, you know, or, or you know, compensatory picks, I'm sorry. And they always have a lot of them. And that's great. I get that, you know, that's cheap labor. They, you know, getting picks in return is wonderful for your guys. They don't bring a lot of people in. But they haven't hit on them all that much of late. You know, I, I think, you know, being in Pittsburgh, the biggest rival of late, obviously, is the Ravens. And a lot of Steeler fans have been on my case the last couple of years. You're too complimentary of the Ravens. I really respect this organization. I mean, from ownership to GM to coach, I mean, I think Harbaugh is maybe the most underrated and one of the best flat-out coaches in the league right now. To quarterback and, you know, Flacco, who I recruited the pit, I mean, is hasn't lived up to it of late. I mean, I'll, I'll certainly say that. But the organization's in a weird place, and it seems like we have a bead on who these guys are now. And it's not real positive as it used to be. That I look at this roster, and I think a lot of it's because quality players leave every year after their first contract. And... They haven't drafted exceptionally well of late. And I'm not including this past draft class. They've run a lot of players, and we'll see. And even guys like Perryman, you guys know I like him. Uh, where's he at? I mean, I don't think we can call him a bust yet. But still, they haven't drafted really well. And I look at this roster, and I think there's a big discrepancy between there's a lot of dudes that are old. There's a lot of dudes that's young. Besides maybe C.J. Mosley, I mean, who are the top guys on this team that you would say right now are in the prime of their careers? They're playing the best football they ever will in their whole life. There's not a lot of them, and that includes the quarterback. I mean, the quarterback is not playing at a level enough to get that done either or to make up for errors. I mean, they do have guys like Marshall Yonda who are great, but they also have the old dudes, and... I thought this past offseason a year ago was interesting because 
If you recall the 2015 season for Baltimore, so many close games. And they won half, they lost half. At the end, they basically crumbled because of injury and couldn't keep up anymore. So their their offseason a year ago was, we're going to keep guys like Steve Smith. We're going to bring in Ben Watson, Eric Weddle. You know, they, I think they misevaluated where they were as opposed to being an average football team that played a lot of tight, grinded-out games. I think they looked at them and said, we're a piece or two away from getting back to where we were and being one of the best teams in the league. And that's not what happened. And now all of a sudden, they have this big gap between old dudes, young dudes, where are the stars, where are the guys in their prime. So, you know, and even a lot of this year, a lot of tight games, that's their formula. I mean, it feels like let's keep it close. If we get a good bounce in the end, we're usually a very good special teams team historically of the last five, ten, or the, really over the Harbaugh era. Uh, we have that advantage. Um, but long gone are the days of Ed Reed and Ray Lewis and, you know, even Terrell Suggs and Haloti Nada in their prime. And they're trying to get that back. And I, I feel like they're slipping, and I really do. And on offense, the the main guys to worry about are Kamar Aiken. He was good two years ago. And we'll get to that position in a minute. And Ricky Wagner. I think, and we'll talk about Brandon Williams here in a minute. But Ricky Wagner, to me, has to be their top priority. The right tackles, I mean, just... Go to rlads.com and look at every every uh, depth chart out there right now. The right tackles that are in the NFL right now are dreadful. And Wagner's coming off a good year. He's still pretty young. First contract. I think it's easily to say he's a top dozen right tackle in this league. I think they need to, uh, to firm him up. And if you do that, I'm pretty okay with the rest of the line. Yonda's a superstar. I liked what I saw from Stanley. You know, Lewis was a fourth-round pick. You still have Urschel. You still have Zutat. Okay, you know, Hurst is in the mix, too. I think you got to keep that line intact. That has to be goal number one. You're not going to do anything at the quarterback position. Love it or hate it, Ravens fans. You're stuck with Flacco. You could do worse. You could do better. Mallet's a free agent, though. I mean, do you want to bring him back? Okay. I mean, I guess that's fine. Or you draft a guy in the fourth round or something, okay. Or you bring in a veteran. Uh, that's all wonderful. Uh, but whatever. I mean, it's not a big deal. Kyle Juszczyk is a guy I think you absolutely need to bring back. I'm not going to pay him a lot. He's a fullback, but he's an integral part of this uh, this, de- uh, this offense. They use him in a lot of ways. He's a really good all-around football player. As for the running backs, I really like Kenneth Dixon, but I have to say I expected a little bit more from him. I don't think they're 100% comfortable with him for sure. In protection, he's a good receiver, but it's hard to be (coughs) a good receiving back when you don't protect well. So maybe those protection things and the reliability will come with Dixon. There's a lot of people putting running back high on the list of things to do if you're the Ravens. I don't think I agree with that. I mean, we're going to get to a lot of needs here. And you got Terrence West. I thought he's played pretty well. I'm not an Allen fan. I'm not a Talafaro fan. But I, I think between Dixon and West, you're okay there. Unless a guy just falls in your lap during the draft, you can't believe is available. I mentioned they signed Watson. And it seemed like there for a while, 
Max Williams, Watson, Pitta, Gilmore, that they had more tight ends than they knew what to do with. And I thought Williams was going to be a really good player in this league. And now I look at their tight ends and think, I don't really like all any of these guys. You know, no one's a difference maker. Williams is the one that could really break out. Pitt is an interesting story still going. But, again, I might treat this like the running back position and stay with what I have unless somebody falls to me in a, a very good running back and tight end draft. Uh, but otherwise, kind of put up or shut up time for Max Williams. Go from there. I, like I said, you got to keep Wagner. If you don't, all of a sudden, the biggest need on the team becomes an offensive tackle. And I think that's one of the absolute worst needs you want to have. You know, I don't think you want to be the team that needs an offensive tackle in today's day and age, in today's NFL. It's just too hard to find them. So at receiver, like I said, I mean, I'm, I keep an extra eye out on Flacco. And um, throughout his career, and he's always had what I call his whoopee. You know, that's a Mr. Mom reference, by the way. It's a great show, great movie. He's always had Bolden. Mason, Heap. He's always had the guy that on third and five, everyone in the stadium knows it's going to this guy and he's going to get six yards and move the chains. And a little bit in 2005, that was Kamar Aiken. I think that was the goal with Steve Smith, who's now retired. But they don't have that guy. I mean, so do you go sign Pierre Garçon maybe? You know, I mean, to me, that would make sense. I've got a lot of hope still for Perryman. And again, it's probably put up or shut up time. I mean, those are top two picks in the 15 draft between Perryman and Max Williams. You need more from them already. Doesn't mean they're bums, but they haven't given you nearly enough now through two seasons. Mike Wallace is a potential cap hit, and this is one of the more cash-strapped teams in the league, so maybe he's in danger. But we've saw we've seen much less of it, but... Really, in the Flacco era, and a lot of it's Torrey Smith-related, the deep ball has been a major component of this team, and they've been great at drawing deep pass interference calls and making big plays in the passing game, and obviously he has the arm to do so. Is that Wallace? Uh, okay, but they got to take the shots. And I talked about the continuity on this team, you know, going from GM to coach to quarterback and all those things, but they go through offensive coordinators like water here. And I sort of understand why. I don't think anybody's getting it right, but you have to have the deep ball component if Flacco's your quarterback. I think he needs to have a whoopee, and I think he needs to have a burner. And between Wallace and Perryman, you should have the burner. I don't think Aikman's good enough to be your whoopee. Um, Max Williams, to me, isn't good enough to be your Wooby. That Wooby has to come from outside the organization and has to be a veteran. Garcon's the one that comes to mind the most, but I don't have that. You know, I don't have a, a, a detailed list of other ones. I mean, to me, that's uh, that's a concern. I mean, to me, that's what you need to do with Flacco's your quarterback. You need to have the, the chain mover, a decent tight end, and you have to have the bomb threat. And uh, so do you keep Wallace around? enough just to see in case you can't trust Perryman or do you would rather have his cap space? That's an interesting dilemma. So on defense, it's a good defense. It really is. I mean, there's no doubt about that. They're well coached. They're tough. You know, I mean, the Ravens are not going to bring in soft dudes on defense. So they're not <coughs> bringing in combine freaks that don't play the game well. I mean, they're bringing in football players. They stop the run well. They're a powerful, big defensive line. 
get all that. I'm cool with it. I mean, I like this defense. But I think Brandon Williams will leave. Lawrence Guy is also another big body up front I think will leave. The emergence, and this is a great find by them, of Michael Pierce, I think makes that more palatable. And therefore, the Wagner versus Williams conversation to me is an easy one that you lean towards keeping Wagner because of position he plays and because what else you have available. I like Timmy Jernigan as a... Uh, big body, but also an upfield three technique, and you know he's, he's not Warren Sapp. Don't get me wrong, but I, he does have some upfield push. Uh, he can rush the passer a little bit too. So I, I'm a Jernigan fan. Uh, Carl Davis, and they've gotten a lot out of him too. Also out of that 2015 class, uh, Bronson Kafusi was somebody I like coming out of school. Um, I think he's basically a five technique longer. Uh, basically, it was a redshirt season because of injury. So there's there's some hope there. So. I think Williams and Guy leave. I think Wagner stays, or that's the way I would handle it. Um, adding another defensive lineman, as you know, you guys know me well enough by now, I always will say, sure, add another defensive lineman. When in doubt, add D-line. But here's what worries me, too. Your best edge rushers are Elvis Doomerville, Doomerville, who is in job jeopardy right now. He has a legit chance of getting cut. Terrell Suggs, I mean, he was drafted in 03. He's still good, but he's not the same guy. Uh, Zadarius Smith has some, you know, has something to him. I'm kind of interested. Uh, Matt Judon, you know, was a fifth-round pick this past year. I'm kind of interested. They, But you need a young pass rusher. Their pass rush, to me, was one of the biggest weaknesses of this team for sure. You know, their 16th second-round pick, Correa... I thought we all looked at him as an edge pass rusher, a speed guy. And now he's playing inside linebacker next to C.J. Mosley because Orr retired. Uh, to me, that's not a, a feather in his cap that, boy, we like your versatility. You know, when he drafted him, it was like, yeah, he stops to run well. He's good in coverage. He can play off the ball. We like these things. But we drafted you to be a pass rusher deep down. And the fact that we already moved you to inside linebacker, and maybe you'll get more snaps there. Uh, that's not a ringing endorsement to me. I love C.J. Mosley, though. I think C.J. Mosley is one of the best second-level defenders in the league and an underrated player. But without being... Absolutely, they need edge pass rush in a big way. And I think that should be a uh, first-round, certainly strong consideration. Maybe they want to get involved with somebody like Perry from Green Bay. Uh and move on from Doomerville. But you'd think you'd want to get young there. It's a really good edge class. Again, it's this whole, we're really old at this spot, and we're really young at this spot, but we don't can't really count on any of them to be consistent performers. As for the Ravens' secondary, I like Weddle. I like Smith. Uh, young played well as a rookie. Uh, Webb is another guy they could move on from. Matt Elam's basically a bust. Sharice Wright isn't good enough. So, they, they're, you know, a young safety would certainly help um, to groom or to start next to Weddle and learn from him or whatever. Uh, certainly another corner. You know, me, even if it's a slot guy, if you sign Captain Munderland or something along those lines, preferably you'd rather have somebody off his first contract, though, then you get this whole real old, real young dynamic. So I see a lot of needs with this team. And I don't see as much as you usually do with the Ravens to hang your hat on. You usually, you know, you know who these guys are. 
these six guys are rocks that you can hang your hat on that are in their prime. I, I don't see that now. So I look at this team just kind of scrolling. They need a corner. They need a safety. Absolutely need an edge rusher. Are you happy with Correa as a starting inside linebacker? I would think no. Always could use another D-line, but oh well. Could use a running back, but eh, yeah, I can live with him. Um, could use a tight end, but probably would live with these guys. You keep Wagner. I think the rest of the line's pretty well intact, but never an idea, a bad idea to add somebody. <coughs> Excuse me. And, you know, the whoopee. You know, like I said, uh, who's the move the chains guy? Who's, who's Flacco's top target? Without a lot of cap space, probably going to lose more than you gain in free agency yet again. I, I don't know that I'm going to have a, a clear picture of the Ravens being a contender next year. You know, that, again, love the organization. I'm really impressed with it. But there's a lot here to be concerned about. Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. You are a mighty fortress of supreme knowledge. Progressive Direct has not only revealed their rates, but those of their competitors. If you were any more in the know, you would be drowning in, you know, the know. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates because knowledge is power. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.